Hey everybody, uh, happy Wednesday. Thank you so much for uh, joining with me uh, tonight. Uh, let me start out uh, by reading Psalm uh, 12. I uh, just think it's really uh, relevant, uh, speaks uh, to us. It's what we need to hear uh, and uh, tells us about kind of what's going on uh, in, our, in our culture, uh, in, our, in our times uh, that I'd like to continue to talk about uh, tonight. Let's read Psalm 12. We'll start uh, verse 1. Uh, Help, Lord, uh, for the godly uh, are no more. The faithful have vanished from among men. Kind of feels like that uh, sometimes, uh, doesn't it? That the godly are no more, that the faithful have uh, vanished uh, from uh, mankind. Uh, and, the, and, you know, I think maybe, I, you know, I've been crying out, help, Lord, and help us, Lord. And, and I, probably some of you have been crying out, help us, Lord. And we need to. We need to cry out, uh, help us, uh, Lord. Verse 2 says this, that everyone lies uh, to his neighbor. It's uh, kind of relevant, isn't it? Uh, they are, their flattering lips speak you know, with deception. You know, there's, there's lying uh, and, and there's deception uh, going on uh, all over the place in this psalm. And that's so, so relevant uh, to our culture uh, right now. And, and I just want to kind of hit on that uh, tonight, uh, that, there are, uh, that there are lies and deceptions everywhere. Yeah, as, as we know, as we have learned you know, from, from Scripture and from previous conversations, uh, that uh, the, uh, the uh, false uh, spirit of Antichrist is already uh, in the world, and it is a deceptive, uh, lying uh, spirit. And as, it, as that spirit of Antichrist influences the culture, uh, we see that lies and deceptions are, are everywhere. Uh, let's uh, continue to read verse 3. Uh, May the Lord uh, cut off all uh, flattering lips and every boastful tongue that says we will triumph with our tongues. Uh, we, are, we own our lips. Uh, who uh, is our master? There is this uh, you know, idea here in, 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 in this culture that Psalm 12 is addressing uh, that is so relevant to ours that uh, not an idea, but this declaration that uh, that we uh, are our own uh, masters, uh, that we control uh, and own uh, our lives and our lips are ours to do with whatever we, you know, whatever we want. In verse 5, um, because of the oppression of the weak and the groaning of the needy, I will now arise, uh, says the Lord. I will protect them uh, from those who malign them. Uh, verse 6, and the words of the Lord are flawless, like silver refined in a fire of clay, purified you know, seven times. I want to I want you to know tonight that this this book, uh, the Bible, uh, the Word of God, uh, that the Word of the Lord is flawless. Uh, every word of the Lord is flawless, uh, like silver refined in the furnace of clay purified uh, seven times, that this book is true, uh, that it is relevant, that it is flawless, that it is uh, timeless, uh, that it is truth, and that, and that we uh, so need uh, right now uh, to proclaim the word of the Lord, and, and we need to turn to uh, the word 
uh, of the Lord uh, because it's 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 in in this in this deception uh, lies everywhere uh, culture uh, it's it is the uh, the lamp unto our feet and the light unto our path uh, that we need verse 7 says this O Lord uh, you will keep us safe and protect us from such people uh, forever uh, and then uh, verse 8 is such a telling uh, scripture uh, listen to listen to what this says it says the wicked freely strut about uh, when what is vile is honored among uh, men and we see this uh, taking place in in our culture in our uh, time uh, that what what has shifted is that what is uh, what is vile and evil and wicked and sinful and destructive has now uh, being be uh, being called good uh, and right and okay uh, and just and it is honored among men we see things you know that not too long ago uh, were uh, were rejected uh, and and opposed in our culture uh, for the uh, for the wicked sinful destructive things that they are uh, that there's been a shift that has taken place and now now those things are honored and what happens when that takes place is that the wicked uh, freely just they just strut about uh, when what is vile uh, is honored among uh, men. And we've got to make sure uh, that uh, that we are not uh, shifting and changing as the people of God and honoring uh, things that should not be honored, uh, embracing things that should not be embraced. We got to make sure that we are that we are calling out. Uh, those things and that we are opposing uh, those things and rejecting uh, those things that are sinful that are evil uh, that are wicked uh, that are uh, destructive and we're gonna we're gonna get into this a little bit tonight and see how scripture uh, will uh, <clears throat> excuse me uh, will uh, help us but before we get any further uh, let's pray and ask the Lord uh, to be with us uh, Lord we thank you for your word uh, we thank you uh, that your word is flawless, uh, that it is true, uh, that it is our foundation, our rock that we can build our lives upon, uh, that when the storms of life come, uh, when the enemy comes, uh, when trials come, uh, when the world comes, when, when, when everything comes against our house built on the rock of your word, uh, then, then we know that we will stand because your word is true. Your word is a firm uh, foundation. And I pray tonight, Lord, that, uh, that you'd stir our hearts, each and every one of us, uh, to get back to the word of God. That you'd stir our hearts to build our lives on the word of God. And that you'd stir within your people a passion uh, for uh, this book, uh, for the Bible, uh, for the holy uh, word of God. Uh, that we would have a, a longing and a desire and, and like a Psalm 119 passion for it. Stir this uh, inside of us, uh, Lord, that, uh, that we'd take this book, this word, and we'd hide it down inside of our hearts, uh, that it would lead us to not sin against you, uh, that we would take hold of this book, uh, the word of God, as a, as a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path, and it would shine uh, on all the deceptions of the enemy that are there to lead us astray and to destroy uh, our lives. Lord, we pray tonight that uh, you would meet with us, 
that you uh, would speak your word uh, to us, that it would be right what we need, exactly uh, what we need to hear. Come and have your will and your way in our time together. Uh, come and meet with us and speak to us, we pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, I'm going to flip over here to the book of Jude and read um, from this powerful, uh, powerful little book that is, you know, right before the book of Revelation. Uh, and uh, I just want to read this to you. We've read this before, but I just want to share it with you again because it just kind of, it kind of speaks uh, to uh, the times that we are in. Uh, and gives us some, I think, very important direction. Uh, and honestly, it, it just kind of speaks to what I'm uh, feeling and what the Holy Spirit uh, is stirring in me uh, as well. So let's start here at verse 1, Jude, uh, verse 1. Uh, Jude, uh, a servant of Jesus Christ uh, and a brother of James. Uh, what a powerful statement. I, I think this is uh, one that we need to hear and that we need to proclaim and we need to declare uh, about ourselves that, uh, you know, that uh, I think sometimes maybe Christian isn't a weighty enough word. I think there's a lot of people who claim to be Christians but aren't, aren't any more serving uh, Jesus than someone who claims to be an atheist or, uh, or wicked. Uh, we uh, we uh, who, who are uh, those who have put our faith and trust in Jesus who he is our Lord and our Savior, we need to declare, I'm a follower of Christ. I am a servant of Jesus. We have, you know, we have people that if you ask them, they say, yeah, I'm a Christian and I believe in Jesus, but there's not any love for Jesus. There's not any passion for his church or, or for his word. There's not any desire for his glory. They're not, they're not living their lives for him. They're not declaring by their words, I'm a servant of Christ, and they're not declaring by their actions, I'm a servant of Christ. They're not declaring by their giving, I'm a servant of Christ. They're not declaring by how they uh, steward their time you know, that I am a servant of Christ. But here Jude starts out and he says, I want you to know right off the bat that I am a servant of uh, Jesus uh, Christ. That is, that is a declaration that we all need to be able to authentically and honestly make from our hearts. When, like maybe when we introduce ourselves, that might be a good way to do it. You know, you know stretch out your hand and, and shake somebody's hand and you go ahead and do it. Now you go ahead and shake somebody's hand and you say to them, hey, this is my name and I'm a servant of Jesus Christ. That's, that's maybe a new way uh, that we can introduce uh, ourselves uh, to one another. And he goes on to say this, uh, still in verse 1, he said, To, to those uh, who have been called, who are loved by God the Father and kept by uh, Jesus Christ. So he lets us know who he's talking to. And he's talking to other servants of Christ. He is talking to other uh, believers, to those who have trusted uh, Jesus and who have been called and are loved by God and kept by uh, Jesus Christ. Verse 2, he says, Mercy and peace and love be yours in abundance. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, man. That just, that's, that's, that's just a great place, I think, maybe to just stop and, and, and say, Lord, bring your mercy and your peace and your love and pour it out upon us in abundance. Now, verse 3, Jude says, Dear friends, 
although I was very eager to write to you about the salvation uh, we share, I felt I had to write and urge you to contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to the saints. Now, I love this passage of scripture because Jude is excited about uh, the salvation that we have, uh, the mercy and the grace and the love of God, uh, his forgiveness and, and, and all that Jesus has done to save us and transform us. And he says, man, that's, that's what I want to talk about. That's what I wanted to write to you about. He says, but I, I, feel, I feel moved. I feel urged. I feel stirred by the Holy Spirit to, to write to you and tell you to contend for the faith. And, and that, that's kind of a, a good description of where I am right now. Uh, you know, everything going on in our culture, everything going on in our country, all the, all the division that, that is out there. Uh, and, and, it, and, and it, what you know, has so bothered me and troubled me is that, is that I see it not just in the world, I, I can understand it there, but it's gotten into uh, the church. And so I feel like, man, I want to I talk about our salvation. And I want to talk about the mercy and grace uh, of God. But I feel stirred and, and urged and moved uh, to contend uh, for the faith and to urge you uh, to contend uh, for the faith as well. Verse 4, he says this, For certain men whose condemnation was uh, written about uh, long ago uh, have secretly slipped in among you. He says, uh, they are godless men who change the grace of our God into a license for immorality and deny Jesus Christ our only uh, sovereign and uh, Lord. Uh, so he says, he says there is a uh, there is a uh, an infiltrating uh, of the church. It's getting into the church. This is why he says he says I feel I feel urged uh, to contend for the faith you know, because the faith is under attack uh, because truth is under uh, attack uh, and so I'm going to contend uh, for it. Uh, and the reason why is because it, it has slipped in secretly uh, slipped in among you secretly gotten in uh, to the church and and godless men are. Uh, changing the grace of God into a license for immorality and denying Jesus Christ as only uh, sovereign and Lord. So, so these things are false truths, right? It's that false spirit of the Antichrist you know, to uh, promote sin and say, hey, it's okay. Sin is okay. Uh, what is, what, what, you know, what the Bible says is vile it's not vile, it's okay, and we should honor it. Uh, that, is, that is the deception and the lie uh, that, that Jude says is getting into the church here. And uh, there is this antichrist spirit of denying uh, Jesus uh, as only sovereign and Lord. And it's a very uh, deceptive uh, spirit. And these, this changing of the grace of God into a license for morality is very, very deceptive so that it leads even many Christians astray. And this denial of Christ, isn't, it's, it's not like it's always so clear and out there that, that everybody recognizes it. It's, it's very deceptive and leads Christians astray, which is, which is what Jesus said 
uh, would take place. He said that, he said that when, when asked about the end times, he said that it was going to be very uh, deceptive and that we need uh, to watch out for the deception. That's in Matthew, Matthew 24. Just turn there and we'll, and we'll read in Matthew uh, 24, uh, starting at uh, verse 1. Uh, it says, Jesus left the temple and was walking away when his disciples came up to him uh, to call his attention to its buildings. Uh, so, you know, they're walking away from the temple and, and the disciples start talking to Jesus about, about the building of the temple and, and how, you know, amazing it is. And verse 2, Jesus says, do you see... And all these things, you see this amazing building, he says, he asked, I tell you the truth, not one stone here will be left on another, everyone will be thrown down. So Jesus speaks to the disciples about the temple and he says, you know, this whole temple is going to be going to be leveled, every stone is going to be thrown down. And, and in, in A.D. 70, uh, this happens. So what Jesus declares is going to take place, uh, takes place. Remember, because every word of God is flawless, like silver refined in the, in the fire, purified uh, seven times. When Jesus speaks, what he has spoken, the word that he has spoken goes out from his mouth and, and it doesn't return to him void. It accomplishes what he said it would accomplish when he speaks truth. It's true. And so he declares to them, prophesies to them, you know, the temple's going to be uh, thrown down. No, no stone's going to remain on another. And this happens uh, in 70 AD. Uh, this takes place as the, the Romans attacked uh, Jerusalem. Uh, and, and one of the things they did is they destroyed uh, the temple and burned it. And, and, and every stone was taken off of the other because gold from the burning melted down into the cracks of the stones. And so they, they took every stone off of the others to, to get at that gold that was down inside of that. I, I tell you that because I want you to know that Jesus speaks the truth and that the word of God is true. And so now they're going to ask Jesus about what is to come, the end times that are to come. And Jesus is going to speak and he's already given them, and we know it. He's already given them evidence this is true, and we know that this is true. What Jesus says is true and will happen. In verse 3, he says, As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately. Tell us, they said, when will this happen? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And Jesus answers, verse 4, Watch out that no one deceives you. He says, "Watch." first of all, here's, here's my answer, uh, that it's going to be deceptive times, and you've got to watch out that no one deceives you. Verse 5, for many will come in my name, claiming I am the Christ, and will deceive many. So, one of the things that's going to happen in the end times, and we are in the end times, in the last days, we are in the last days, is there will be a deception that comes and, and many will be led astray. Many will be deceived. And, and one of the you know, major parts of that deception is this, is this I am the Christ that is going to be announced. And so not only will there be those who are you know, claiming to be the Christ, 
and, and claiming to be a, a Christ-like figure, a savior like the Antichrist will. But, but there will be this deception in the culture that comes in the last days of that, that, that these things that are anti-Christ, really an anti-truth, that these things are okay, that they're good, right? It's, it's Psalm 12. It's, it's what is vile will be honored among men and said to be okay. You know, they'll even maybe use Jesus to, to stamp it okay with, use deception to, that, is, that is wrapped in Christ to make it look okay and many will be deceived. So Jesus' instruction to the disciples and his instruction to us is that we've got to watch out that we've got to be paying attention, that we've got to have our eyes open, that we've got to be watching so that we are not deceived. So I want to ask you the question tonight. What are you doing to watch out so that you are not deceived? Or, or, or do you think that you know, you're above Jesus' teaching and that you're not going to be led astray that you're not going to be deceived and that you don't need to be alert, that you don't need to be watching out, that you don't need to be worried about this and putting some real intentional action into it, that you don't need to be thinking, how am I watching out? So that in these incredibly deceptive times, incredibly deceptive times, I am not led astray. Jesus says, watch out. Make sure that you are not led astray. Now, now look carefully here at what Jesus says. He says, watch out that no one deceives you. So here we see that one of the things that we need to be watching out for and, and what we need to watch out for is we need to watch out for deceptive individuals. Jesus points us to people. Now he says that, he says that many will come and, and will deceive many. So it's not, just, it's not just like a spirit that we've got to watch out for, but it is people who are under the influence of the Antichrist spirit that will come and lead many astray. Jesus clearly says, watch out that no one deceives you. He doesn't want you to be led astray by others who are being led astray by the spirit of Antichrist, by uh, our enemy, Satan, the devil. So, so where you need to watch is you need to watch people. You need to watch your relationships. You need to watch your connections to make sure that you are not connected with anyone who is, who is under the influence of the Antichrist spirit, the deceptive Antichrist spirit that is, that is leading them astray. I, as a pastor, I have seen this happen so many times that, that people of God, the Christians, are led astray and they're led astray by their relationships. They're led astray by other people. It's, it's more, than, it, more than anything else that is deceptive around us. It is connecting with someone who is deceived that will, lead, that will then lead them astray. So you've got to watch 
your connections, you've got to watch your relationships. You've got to, you've got to be on guard and watch out that no one, no one deceives you. I've seen, I've seen, uh, seen Christians uh, with, with even a passion for the Lord make, make bad, bad relationship uh, connections and be led astray uh, because of it, uh, and 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 not even see the deceptive. It almost looked like a good relationship, a connection, but they didn't recognize the spirit, the influence of the spirit of Antichrist in someone else, and they allowed that person to then lead them astray and to deceive and to deceive them. So you've got to watch out for the one. You've got to watch out for the person. You've got to watch out for the connection that is influencing you that will lead you astray. If you see a Christian, a believer, whose faith and trust is in Jesus and even has a passion for the Lord, but you see them, uh, you see them uh, having embracing false beliefs and making destructive decisions and heading down bad paths almost 100% of the time, it's because they've connected in relationship and are under the influence of someone, a person in their lives that is, that is being deceived by that spirit of Antichrist that is leading them astray. And you say, you say, Pastor Jason, I think you're a little bit crazy. I think you may be making too big a deal of this. That's another deception of the enemy. It, by the way, if, if you say that, if you ever say that, uh, I think I think probably you're making too big of a deal of that. Uh, you are more than likely deceived in some uh, area uh, when 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 something uh, that uh, that uh, that should be uh, vile is honored or it is at. Ah, it's, it's not a problem. It's not that big of a deal. And that is the deception uh, of uh, the Antichrist. Uh, so so we've got to watch out. And we've got to watch out for the one, the person, because many are going to come and will and will lead many astray. So let me ask you, let me ask you a couple questions here that will help us to watch out if we'll if we'll be honest and if we will if we'll take this seriously, if we will if we will take the instruction of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ seriously. And watch out so that no one deceives us in these deceptive uh, times. Because what is the Antichrist spirit, uh, the, the, uh, the desire of, of Satan, the devil, our enemy? What is it? It's to, it's to devour us, right? You know, 1 Peter 5, he roams around like a roaring lion. And by the way, what does Peter say? He says, be self-controlled and be alert. Watch out. Where did he get that from? He got it from Jesus. Watch out because your enemy, the devil, roams around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. His weapon is lies. His weapon is deception. So watch out. Let me ask you a couple questions. A couple of, of, of relationship people questions. Because remember, we're watching the people in our lives. That's what you got. One of the things you got to watch out for. The main thing you got to watch out for is the people in your lives. That's what Psalms 1 says, right? It's, it's, it's watch the people. Go ahead and read it. Ask this question of yourself. Who, who am I listening to? Who, who has, uh, who will I tune my ear into? Who am I listening to? To who speaks and I pay attention. Who, you know, who, who do you, who do you, what kind of, what kind of 
What music do you listen to? What kind of books are you reading? What are you listening to on TV? You know, all those are good questions, but, but, but even more than that is, is the one, the person in your life. What kind of relationship connections do you have to that person speaks and has influence in your life? Who are you listening to? Who are you listening uh, to? Another, another great question. Uh, this this kind of goes in line with it, uh, but, uh, but it's a question that we need to look at and one we need to ask. And this is, this is who are you walking with? Who are you doing life with? Who are your, who are your friends? More than likely, those are who you're listening to. You know, who, uh, you know, who, are, your, uh, who are your relationship connections uh, that you are, are spending time uh, with you're listening to them. You're doing life with them. Who are you? Who are you walking with? You've got to watch who you connect with relationally and are doing life with. You remember what Proverbs 13, 20 says, that, that he who walks with the wise grows wise, but a companion of fools suffers harm. Who are your companions? Who are your close friendships uh, who, when they speak, uh, you listen. Who are you listening to? Who are you walking with? Who are you doing life with? Uh, you've got to watch that because, because those people are going to have influence in your life and can lead uh, you astray. You've got to make sure you're walking with the people of God. You've got to make sure you're listening to the people of God. And you've got to make sure you're listening and walking with people who believe that the Bible, this book, is the word of God, that it is flawless, that it is like silver refined in the fire, purified seven times. And you've got to make sure that the people that you're walking with are honoring uh, the truth of the word of God and not honoring uh, the false truth of the culture uh, that we live in. Uh, who are you doing life with? Uh, who are you uh, walking with? And then just let me ask you, let me ask you one more uh, question uh, here you know, because this, this is an influence question. Who do you admire? This is like a, it's like an admire culture uh, that we live in. Uh, you know, people people are admiring uh, everyone, right? This is why I this is why I often call out Hollywood uh, because Hollywood, uh, you know, for the most part, is 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 calling things that are vile honorable, and and there and there are so many who admire uh, the people uh, who are rich and famous. They look to them and they admire them. And when we admire somebody, that person then has influence in our lives. And, and if we're admiring someone who is under the deceptive influence of the Antichrist spirit, then that's going to have an impact on our lives as well. Who are you admiring? One of the, you know, one of the interesting things in, in Revelation uh, as we, as you look and study the Antichrist, Revelation 13 uh, is as the Antichrist comes on the scene, is that is that the whole uh, world admires him. You know, the whole uh, world is uh, is enamored uh, with 
uh, with uh, the Antichrist. And that's why it's so easy for him to lead them astray. And it's so easy for, for him uh, to, deceive, uh, to deceive them. Uh, listen, listen to what it says uh, in, uh, in, in Revelation 13, verse, uh, starting here in verses 3. Uh, one of the heads of the beast seemed to have a uh, fatal wound, but the fatal wound had been healed. So, so this is the beast, the Antichrist, and talks about the, you know, the, the wound on his head and then the healing of it. And then it says this, the whole world was astonished and followed the beast. They just looked and they just admired him. He was just so amazing and, and they so admired him and he has and, and because of it he has incredible influence you know, over them. Men worshipped the dragon uh, because he had given authority to the beast and they worshipped the beast and asked who is like the beast. You see the admiration here uh, for, for this man who is like the beast who uh, can make war against him. There's this admiring of the beast, uh, this admiring uh, of uh, the Antichrist, uh, and uh, and and just uh, and 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 it leads to worshiping him and honoring him and declaring who is like the beast, who can make war uh, against against the beast. Who are who are you listening to? Uh, who are you uh, walking with? Uh, who are you uh, admiring? And you need to ask those questions. Because that is that is influencing uh, your life, and if you're serious about watching over yourself and watching out so that you are not deceived and, and led astray, uh, you need to be careful uh, who uh, you're listening to. You need to be careful who you're walking with. You need to be careful uh, who uh, you are admiring. You need to admire uh, Jesus Christ. You need to you need to listen. Uh, to Jesus. You need to be under the influence of Jesus. You need to be uh, walking uh, with uh, Jesus. He's calling you uh, to come and follow Him, not follow this world. That means that, means that we uh, now, who are His disciples and have responded to that call of God in our lives, uh, are listening to Him. Uh, we are walking with Him and our eyes are on Him. Our delight is in Him. We are admiring uh, Him he is our Lord and Savior. Let me finish tonight uh, by reading to you uh, 2 Corinthians 4. I'm going to start at, I'm going to start at verse 1 and uh, just read a few verses uh, here. just really uh, shows us what's going on uh, in, in our world and gives us tonight uh, the direction that we need. Verse 1, 2 Corinthians 4, verse 1. Therefore, since... Now, through God's mercy, we have uh, this ministry. We do not lose heart. Rather, we have renounced secret and shameful ways. We do not use deception. Uh, no, sir, we're not going to do that. Uh, nor do we distort the word of God. On the contrary, by setting forth the truth plainly, we commend ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers. So, so, so the devil has blinded the minds of unbelievers of unbelievers. They, unbelievers have blinded minds. So, so they're easily deceived and led astray because they're blind. 
But we who are believers, who have trusted in Jesus, our minds are not blind. We have the light of Christ and we can see that so that we, we, can, we are able to identify in others the false spirit of Antichrist so that the one that Jesus talks about that comes doesn't lead us astray. Watch out for the one so that you are not deceived and led astray. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so they cannot see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ who is in the image of God. Verse 4, For we do not preach ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord. See here again, just like Jude did, there is a pointing to Jesus a pointing to Jesus, Jesus as Lord, and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake, serving you because we are servants of Jesus, just like Jude said. Verse 6, For God who said, Let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of of God in the face of Christ. We don't want to be deceived and led astray, and we don't have to be, because we are not darkness, and we are not in darkness, and we are not blind. We have believed in Jesus, and because of it, you know, we have been given light, and we have a knowledge of the glory of God that we have seen in the face of Christ. We don't have to be led astray and deceived. We are in Christ. He is in us. So let's, let's not be, let's not be deceived and led astray by the Antichrist spirit that is already in the world. Watch out. Make sure that you are not deceived. Watch your relationships. Watch who you're listening to. Watch out uh, who you're walking with. Watch out uh, who do you admire who you need to listen to, who you need to walk with, who you need to admire, to admire is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And those whose faces shine with the light of Christ. You walk with Christ and walk with his saints. And his saints are easy to recognize because their faces shine with the light of Christ. And he wants your face to shine with his light as well. I wonder tonight, if you have trusted Jesus as Lord and Savior, and, and, and tonight, and maybe you haven't, and you feel the Holy Spirit uh, leading you, uh, I, I just ask that you'd pray with me and, and take this opportunity tonight to just ask Jesus into your heart and ask him to come and bring uh, sight to your mind, light to your life, and his light to uh, your face. Pray with me, uh, will you? Let's pray together and just rededicate our lives to Jesus and to walking with him and to living for him. Let's pray together. And Lord Jesus, I believe that you are the only begotten Son of God. I believe that in you is truth, that in you is life, that in you is relationship with the Father. And I come to you right now and I put my faith and my trust in you and I open my heart and I ask you to come in and be my Lord and my Savior. Bring light 
and life and hope and peace and joy to my life. And let my face shine forever, your light. Let my face declare your glory and your honor. When others look at me, let them see you and declare the glory of God. Let my whole life be a loud sound proclaiming that there is salvation and truth and life in Christ and in Christ alone. And Lord Jesus, as I walk with you and as I walk with your people, I pray that you'd help me every step of the way, that you would give me truth, that you'd fill me with the Holy Spirit so that I would be able to clearly see those who are under the influence of the Antichrist and of that antichrist spirit uh, of the devil and his lies and his deceptions and leading, uh, leading others astray. Help me to recognize them uh, so that I will not be deceived. And Lord, right now, I pray that you'd help all of us who are watching, listening to this, you know, that you'd help all of us to take a good look at our relationships, at our connections. Who are we walking with? Are we walking with foolish people? Are we walking with sinful people? people? Uh, are, we, are we walking with uh, deceived uh, people? Are we walking uh, with, uh, with, uh, with those uh, who, are, uh, who are under the influence of the, the, of the spirit of the Antichrist? Lord, help us to see that and give us wisdom uh, in those relationships uh, to not be influenced, uh, but to influence, to not be led astray by those ones that would come into our lives, but to, but to always be leading others to you. Help us, Holy Spirit, we need it. And Lord, I pray again, as we end tonight, that you'd stir us, stir within your people a passion for your word, because it truly is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. In Jesus' name I pray, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Hey, thank you uh, for... Uh, for joining with me tonight. I pray the Lord's blessing upon you. Let me encourage you tonight to be in church together with the people of God. I think you're going to have a hard time not being deceived if you're not. Now let me encourage you to, to live by the Holy Spirit. I think you're going to have a hard time not being deceived if you're not. And let me encourage you to make the Word of God a passion and a priority in your life you're going to have a very difficult time navigating the darkness without this book that is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. God bless you. See you Sunday.